wonder what went wrong with my mainstream hip-hop fans as i took along reminiscent weed we smoked on all day and all night long i'm the rap star afro man my song bill off the charts and i feel the pain wishing i wouldn't rack my brain wondering why you play two chain and little wayne i wonder I'm fly, call me one hit wonder, curse me till the day I die, one hit wonder, I hit the blunt and just wonder. Hey guys, this is RJ, your favorite podcast host of YouTube and Instagram fame, Telly Talks, and I'm here to talk to you about Adam and Eve. <laughs> hey guys, <laughs> this is RJ, your favorite podcast host of <laughs> Instagram and YouTube fame, Telly Talks. <laughs> yes! Hey guys, this is RJ. Stop eating all my pizza rolls and Pop Tarts! <laughs> I don't fuck with Pop Tarts anymore. They they're they are despicable. They are a show of them former of them uh, of their former selves. Like fuck like it as for a real. <laughs> like no, like literally, there's like nothing inside of them now. Yeah, there's no, no. frosting on top. Like they are literally just pastry crust. It's literally bread with a smear of frosting. <laughs> it's like bread with sprinkles. <laughs> Barely in his sprinkles, dude. It's they really pie have crust. gone downhill. I prefer toaster pastries. The fucking toaster pastry is a pop tart. No, the there's one. There's a brand about? called Toaster Pastries. Is it like Dollar General? I might be or Walmart. No, Walmart's the great value ones are good. Yeah. So guys, how's everybody doing? So is that really going to be the intro? That's really going to be Fuck the intro. We're yeah. fucking rolling with it. It's too late to start over. Come on. Come on. All right. So, thank I'm you guys dope. for listening. <laughs> You've uh, Join the YouTube, the, yeah. the, the Facebook group. We're out. See ya. We're yeah. done. You stumbled upon the Just Surprise Me podcast, and we're drunk. Editing yes. this is going to be fun. <laughs> Can we actually do an episode where we just get shit-faced beforehand? Like, we'll do a live stream of just getting trashed, doing shots. And then record. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, only shit. if we have a guest that week. <laughs> and don't tell them. <laughs> Who would be the best person to have on here getting crap face with us? I mean, hmm, probably one of the tone jerks, I would say. Kyle? We haven't had Kyle yet. You know what? That's true. We should get Kyle on here and get trashed with him. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be fun. All right. Anyway, Anyways. You're listening to the Just Surprise Me podcast. Are we really? You are. You I mean, are. And we're you know not. We're on it. We're not listening. We're talking. You know what I hear? We're listening to two-thirds of it. Uh, we don't listen to it, Joe. We, we don't. Well, I do. Um, but it's only because I have to edit it. <laughs> <laughs> 
And from what I understand, this is the podcast where three guys sit around and talk about random bullshit for an hour. So, let the bullshit begin. I would argue that it's already fucking begun about four minutes ago. <laughs> Speaking of lunch, speaking of lunch, I want to talk about a topic that's near and dear to me because I'm fat as fuck. Me too. Me three. There we go. Anyways, and together of us, it's like nine. <laughs> to the third power. That's right. Um. So no, like. I, I love food because I am fat. Best thing you've ever eaten. Mm. Best so thing you've ever, like the best meal you fucking have ever had. What's the number one thing? The best goddamn thing you've ever had. All right. I got it. Go. In San Francisco, what's the, uh, <laughs> what's the pier? The, 64? The tourist one, RJ. Where everybody oh, goes, where you go to Alcatraz. Isn't it Pier like 64 or something like that, or 84? Fisherman's Wharf. Uh, Pier 39. Okay. Is that what There's you're this, talking about? It's where Ghirardelli is. There was a seafood joint. Like, it was in, like an Italian slash seafood place. Dude, I've been there, too. Dude, I know exactly what you're talking about. It, like, you can look out over the bay, and you see Alcatraz yeah. and shit off there in the distance. And, and there's, like, a bunch of fat seals yep, sitting out the there. Yeah, the seals all around. Okay, yeah, that's Pier 39. Yeah. But they had a fucking... Um, it was red snapper with this chutney sauce. And, uh, oh my God. Like, that was that was the best thing I've ever put in my mouth. What was so good about it? I, I, that was my first experience with chutney. Okay. And I've tried other chutney sauce dishes since then, and it's not even been close, man. But, uh, I, I don't know. The... It just changed my life. <laughs> Dude, it, you know, I, I completely understand. It's funny that you actually mentioned that, um, that your favorite place that you've ever eaten is in San Fran because my favorite meal that I've ever had was also in San Fran. Um, it's basically... The San Francisco treat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Although... I, Honest, honest to goodness, I could fucking get down on some rice Hell yeah, dude! Like I could get down on some motherfucking rice Then San Francisco tree rice aroni. Sorry. Anyways, so this place I went to it was called Roca Accor, I believe. It's a sushi slash uh, steakhouse, huh. and it is it was pretty amazing. So, backstory is this is my Chicago story. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> this is my Chicago story. Like this is my Chicago story. All right, thank thanks thanks for the the intro, Joe. Anyway, um. <clears throat> No. So I took Andrea there for her birthday. She grew up uh, in the Bay Area and I took her there for her birthday. And, you know, we did like uh, we had like one fancy meal. And this was at this Rakur Akur. Um, and I think that night, I think I spent about four hundred dollars, like Holy literal, shit. like four hundred dollars, <laughs> like 
Like I, I fucking bawled. I bawled. We stayed at fucking. We stayed at the Omni in uh, downtown. Uh, in downtown, like the old school one. Like the hallways looked like something straight out of The Shining and everything. It was fucking a gorgeous room. Um. Anyways, this was our fancy meal, and it was her birthday dinner. And first of all, the sushi was phenomenal, right? But here's what was fucking amazing. And I paid a lot of money for this goddamn fucking thing I'm about to talk about. Literally the best steak I've probably ever had in my in my entire life. Hmm. It's so it literally was It, it was Wagyu, but it was like the highest one that they had. Wait, wait what did you just call that? Wagyu. What's Wagyu? Wagyu. Is it Wagyu or Wagyu? It's Wagyu. Wagyu. Wagyu because it's W-A-G-Y-U. Uh, um, I don't fucking know. Anyways, it's it's, is it's that, beef. Is that a, sp- a certain kind of beef or where they prepare yes. the beef? Yes, that's that, that Japanese steak or that they feed them beer and massage them and crap. Or they sing yeah. to them and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, the marbling on the meat is, like, the most fucking amazing Dude. thing ever. Yeah, Dude, like I fucking, I, I I used to work for uh, this food delivery company, and we uh, delivered to a big badass steakhouse, and I took 12 cases of steak in there, just 12 boxes, not not huge, these are little tiny boxes, okay, of that, of that, whatever the hell that Japanese steak is, that shit was $7,000. Yep, for twelve. Except boxes. for y'all didn't actually have wagyu; you had Kobe Kobe beef because wagyu is only in Japan. Yeah, you have to get the meat from Japan. To well, no, no, you have American style; they don't export it. It's literally only in Japan you can get real wagyu beef. Everything else is is a uh, Kobe Kobe uh, wagyu I'm, style. I'm, I'm gonna disagree with you. Uh, you can import it. <laughs> I don't believe so. I, I I do. Fight, 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 fight. Anyways, doesn't matter. Point being, I paid about eighty dollars for six ounces of steak. It was literally <laughs> like five strips, like Dude, five strips uh, that you could pick up with uh, chopsticks. But it literally melted in your mouth. I know that's a, an expression, but this, yeah, this, it this, it's fucking like holy. Holy mother of God. I just can't do it. I could not. I could not do it. I could not spend that much fucking money on a piece of steak, man. It was, it was amazing. But, but that's, that's my thing. Like me and Andrea, we are foodies and okay. we will lay down serious fucking money for some good food. Okay. Let me good. tell you about this place. And it was McDonald's. an experience. no but no for real like it was also i will say it was also like it was the experience when you like the presentation like the presentation was on fucking point like i'll i'll see if i can send like pictures here i'll send you guys the link to the raku akor place but it was it was a it was a lot of fun. It was magical. Um and again, it was the best thing I ever ate. The sushi was on point. I don't remember all the sushi that I had to be quite honest with you. Um I'm like looking at their menu. It's obviously changed in the like last 3 years that I like cuz I hadn't been there. Like this was like 3 years ago. 
but it was is fucking delicious. I just so. I mean, when you go to places like that, are you paying more for the food? But I mean, after seeing how much that shit is like at their cost, it's expensive. Oh yeah. So, you know, you initially always thought fucking. Um, well, it's just markup. They're just making money on you know a bunch of idiots that want to come in here and drop four hundred dollars on six ounces of steak. But. Yep. Well, let me tell you about mine. I didn't pay four hundred dollars. That was for the whole meal. But how much of it is is, how, what are you paying for when you go to something like that? Are you paying well, for the experience? Well, to be fair, to be fair, I also had some uh, fucking great cocktails there. Uh, probably about four or five. And so that was also a big chunk of the cost. Um, but no, this was like kind of like, you know, really, really, uh, quote unquote, fancy. Um, wasn't that fancy, but like you guys can take a look at it. The presentation is on point. Um, but no, I think I, I, I expected Ooh, uh, to pay yeah. that much. I expected to pay that much because of the, the, the entire experience. Like this fucking, this meat that I had was literally aged for, I don't even know how long then marinated on top of that is, is fucking insane. Dude, this shit is beautiful. RJ. It's fucking art. Yeah, yeah, it's it art. fucking art. It's yeah. gorgeous looking. And it looked just like that when they served it to us. You know how you know it's expensive? There's no prices on the menu. <laughs> 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 That's when you know it's expensive. Yeah, no, it was fucking great. And it was the best someday, I ever had. Someday I'm going to have it like that, man. I'm going to be able to go to a restaurant with no prices on the menu and not worry about it. Yep. Dude, well, so this is back when, like, I fucking was rolling in some some, some hot cash. Some hot, hot cash. Not saving so look, for a child that's coming. <laughs> it's so hard to say what the best meal I've had is because I've had a lot of good meals. But I know one that I get every time I go to this place, and it's always good. Um, there's a place in St. Augustine called the Conk House. Mm. And it's literally right on the water. It's um it's on the intercoastal waterway and they you you can like see they're sitting in this old like lighthouse building they have or you can like they have like a big giant patio that goes out by the marina and uh you can sit in these like little tiki huts that actually sit out over the water which is really cool they like they like have little bridges that walk out to them and they line up the water yeah and on every sunday out in the dock they have a thing called reggae sundays where it's like a big party oh you lost but, me uh, there you had me up until you said reggae sunday well it's only on sundays but anyways um, amazing seafood, but they have this thing that I always get every time I go there, and it's called the uh, uh, banana peppers conch, or not, no banana pepper calamari. I'm sorry, not conch. And um, it's basically I don't know where they find these squids at, but these are like bodybuilder squids because they're the <laughs> biggest, like thickest calamari rings I've ever seen in my life. And they they lightly bread them and deep fry them, and then they uh, mix that with like a um, um, Parmesan cheese. Do they taste like rubber? No. They, they melt in your mouth. Banana peppers and uh, and uh, some kind of tangy dressing they make in-house. And it's like the best thing ever. It's just so delicious. Are you I a big... I clean the bowl. I mean, are, are you a big seafood guy? You know, I don't ever like to think of myself as one, but all my favorite things seem to be seafood. 
I mean, when you grow up on like a coast, like why wouldn't it be seafood? Seafood right. is fucking delicious. Yeah, like, especially when if Florida I'm fucking but coasts. I know. Like if I'm in like fucking Nashville or back home in Texas, yeah, I'm probably gonna stay away from most seafood. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but like being on the coast, being in San Diego, dude. Oh my god! Or like, okay, so there's this place my girlfriend used to work at called Ironside. Andrew used to play. It's it's been on like famous like travel shows, and Andrew Zimmerman was there, and blah blah blah. But like, dude, their oyster bar is fucking amazing. Side note, probably one of my coolest experiences i've ever had was at ironside so andrea was still working there right and so like we went there and everything was basically comped like like Hmm. we had chef come visit us and like everyone's like looking at us it was probably like the like coolest i've ever felt because like we're getting stuff that's not on the menu it's like oh you you gotta try this it's only a brunch item but you gotta try this it was a sea urchin on toast it was very delicious, but it was funny. It was like literally one of those moments, like where everybody was looking at that dish. Like, I, literally, I overheard a couple, like, "Oh, can we get whatever that is?" And like, they literally got turned down because, like, "Oh, sorry, that's an exclusive dish. It, it's only served during brunch." And we're this is like seven o'clock at night. Um, also, sea sausage. I'm so hungry now. Sea sausage. So basically, what the it, fuck is sea sausage? <laughs> <laughs> That's what. That's <laughs> okay. so, so fucked up, man. It does sound sounds like what the Little Mermaid should have got, so she didn't want to go. Oh, in. dude, damn, damn. Go there no, 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 on, bro. No, but like for real, we. That's what me and Andrea call it. So Do we so, duck. It's it's um basically a octopus uh, leg that is like um, brined and and then basically grilled, and it literally has the like snap of like a bratwurst it's Hmm. like if you like bratwurst it's fucking delicious but it's an octopus leg it's so good holy shit joe was talking about the calamari man and i've never had i mean you know i've never had any high-end calamari but it always tastes like rubbery as shit to me yeah it sounds like you being the olive garden one too many times (laughs) olive garden like like it's not calamari unless you get the little legs and everything else that comes with it. The like, banana pepper calamari here is so good. Oh, my God. I'm just looking at the pictures of it, and I'm getting hungry. I just sent you guys some pictures of it, by the way. And the nice. Uh, the Conkout's such a cool place. Yeah, that sounds cool. And it's not, like, in, like, the uh, historic part of St. Augustine. It's over by the, the water, which the historic part's pretty awesome, too. There's a bunch of awesome restaurants there. That's a cool city. I don't know if you've ever been there before. But that's a place definitely worth taking a vacation to and spending a few days. It's a really cool city. Oh, side note, another good, another one of my favorite places um, is a place called Bencato in uh, Little Italy in San Diego. Like, it's amazing Italian food. Absolutely amazing Italian food. Fresh pasta every day, made every day. It's like... I've never until that point. Like I'll be honest with you, if I I have never had like fresh homemade pasta. Oh really? Like yeah, no. Like until I had that place, I didn't really have that, and so uh, like dude, it like changed my world. It fucking changed my world because I got um. I it make was my own pasta. Lot stuffed lobster, 
it was, my grandpa taught me. He makes it forever. He's Italian. I'm glad. Um, it's stuffed so lobster good. ravioli topped with caviar mm. and a vodka sauce. It is divine. That sounds great. Hmm. It's fucking so good. Um, so let's move. Let's move into uh, desserts. The best part of the, any meal. Okay. Yeah. What are your uh, What are you guys' all time favorite desserts? Like like standard go tos are like the best we've ever had. Just like a like a dessert you really like. It doesn't necessarily need to be a specific one, but like a type of dessert you like a lot. I got a specific one. Floats. I'm with you on that. Like whether uh, they're orange floats or what are they called? Black cows. The yeah. Coca Cola. I mean, I, Pepsi. I'm of course going to be partial to cheesecake, but my favorite dessert is tres leches. That's mm. not bad. I mean, it's not my personal favorite. I'd, I'd like to talk about cheesecake more with you. <laughs> like, Cheesecake's amazing. Dude, for real. I'm going to take you guys fancy here, okay? My all-time favorite dessert. Baked Alaskan. Uh, we're going to go to Dairy Queen. <laughs> right. Dude, nothing wrong with that. We're going to DQ, and we're getting the peanut butter parfait. Oh, I've never had uh, that. Like, if I explain. go to DQ, I just it's go blizzard. get the actual. No, I get the like actual cone. Allow me to explain. Get the the peanut butter parfait is in a large parfait cup. You have a layer of peanuts. You have hot fudge over the peanuts. Ice cream, peanuts, hot fudge, ice cream. Yep. Hot fudge nice. and peanuts. It's like layered, and it's amazing. You know what else I get down with, and I almost miss it every year? Shamrock Shake. I don't Fair know. Enough. What's that flavor like? I know, man. I know. It's Has green. anybody ever gotten a free a free Blizzard? Dude, okay. Turn it upside down. I don't understand yeah. how this down. fucking works. All right, because the past couple times we've been like, I take the kids and shit relatively often, and th- they'll bring this like fucking cup of Blizzard soup to the table. And the chick turns it upside down, and it doesn't fucking come out. I'm like, what the fuck? Because I see it, and I'm all excited. I'm like, man, I'm about to get that blizzard for free. <laughs> and she brings it to the table, and I'm like, go ahead, bitch. Flip it. Flip it. Give me my God money back. Damn. <laughs> fucking Will is hostile about this. Jesus and she Christ. she over the cup of blizzard soup, and nothing Not a happens. drop. Not a and drop, I'm like, right? what in the fuck? And I, want, I can't wait till the one day she accidentally flips over your your fudgy nuts and dumps it all over you. <laughs> Man, that's cool. I could I could bathe in fudgy nuts. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like the part two to a South Park song. Hold on, I want to go back to Trace Leches. That's like the best dessert ever. I don't even um, know what it is. It's three milk cake. I mean, it probably has something to do with me growing up in Miami, and that's like a prominent dessert there. Hey Joe, but, are you from Miami? No. Okay. I am Miami. <laughs> <laughs> I would beg to differ, but sure, go ahead. So, so basically, you use condensed milk, like the sweet mm-hmm. condensed milk. Yep. You use regular milk, and you use evaporated milk. And, and you, heavy cream. And heavy cream. <laughs> That's for the topping. The cream's for the topping, though. Yeah. The three milks, you basically take, you make like a regular standard like yellow cake, and you punch an ass ton of holes in it. And then you basically pour all the milks on it and set it in the fridge and let it soak in for two days. Then you make this heavy cream topping that goes on top of it and with like cherries and it's delicious. Sounds amazing. It also all the it, it's dry. It's not dry, but it's like 
a slightly damp cake once all the milk and stuff soaks into it. And it's like the best thing ever. Hmm. Nice. I must try this. Yeah. I mean, most Mexican food places should have it too. But but it's not the same. I don't Mexican I don't I, I don't know how good it's gonna be having. Is it like Mexican a is it a Cuban food? thing? It it's like a, a Latin American thing. Like yeah, a, it's just it's been like a islands thing. There's a there's a Cuban joint in Nashville that I've been meaning to try, and I like this place. Oh, I I'm sure they have tres leches. There's uh, the I it's delivered literally to a translates store right to three milk three milk cake. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's so good. I'm looking at pictures of it now. <laughs> oh. So one time, once upon a time, not long ago, I went up north again. Uh, this time we went to Pismo. Okay. Pismo Beach. California geography lesson. Now, hold on. Pismo is like your Chicago for Will. Yeah, Where's... Pismo is like my sh- Dude, because it's amazing up there. Like, and we How far up are we talking? Uh, you're still about, I think, a couple hours away from like San Fran. Okay. Uh, anyway, a couple hours north. Yeah, it's about four or five hours north from from here. Yeah. Okay. So basically, equivalent like going to Vegas from here too, just different direction. Gotcha. Um. Anyways, went to the Crack Crab, is a seafood joint. We did you know just like one of the like buckets you know throw it on the table. It's got all the good stuff that you choose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But no, after that now also mind you. Hashtag, I was an irresponsible adult. I was very stoned and very drunk uh, when I did this. But I had a uh, creamsicle float. Orange float. It was fucking to die for, dude. I loved every bite of that thing. I ate real good, and then I did the irresponsible thing and and decided to drive to our hotel room. (laughs) Yeah, it sounded like a solid decision, RJ. Yeah, don't drink and drive, children. Yep. Even if it's like license until you're 18 or 16, whatever the hell it is. Actually, I think it's 18 in the state of California. I think it, it just turned to 18 here. I don't remember. Anyway, I don't fucking know. In, in Tennessee, it's like 12 because someone has to hold dad's beer while he's driving. What is, what is it? <laughs> We're talking about the age of getting your license. Age of getting your license? Uh, 16. You can get a permit at 15. Okay. They actually changed it. You have to have a permit for like six months before you can get an actual license now. Yeah. Nice. Anywho. People in Miami don't have licenses. They just drive however they want to. Yeah, that's pretty much Texas, too. Yeah. So, um, Will? Yes? What's your topic? Yeah, we're talking about age right here, so why don't you uh, bring up your topic? <laughs> that was fucking lame. I know, that's I can't think of a good fucking, one. Uh, that was a fucking lame segue, dude. That was a worse transition than Chaz Bono. Oh, my God. Damn. Dude. What the that's fuck? fuck. <laughs> Oh my god, it's too late. It's too late at night to be doing this shit to me, Joe. All right, no guys. wonder we haven't wanna... expanded on listeners. Everybody I'm fucking make... hates us. I'm making uh I'm making a purchase tomorrow of a uh, vintage guitar amplifier, okay, from the late 70s. Which kind of got me thinking. 
uh, I had a buddy in high school that was yeah, kind of a kind of a hipster into like seventies clothes. Like would go to these stores, vintage clothing stores, and buy shit that looked like just the shit that I saw on the rack at Goodwill. Just you know, a hundred dollars more expensive. Um, my question is, what makes something vintage versus just old? Why are some old things inherently more desirable than others? Why? I was going to say, you literally just answered the question I was getting ready to answer. Vintage things are desirable, whereas old things aren't. Right, but what, where, where do you draw the line, personally? What, what, at what point does something become vintage and awesome, and you're willing to pay $1,000 for it, as opposed to some junk piece of shit that's in you know, Goodwill? Uh, it's really hard. I guess it depends on like the specifics of what the item at question is. Uh, like with music gear... If it's if it's vintage, it's gonna be like high quality to start with, or something like that was very like low I numbers call produced. Bullshit when it comes to high quality. That comment. No. I don't know if, if something was <laughs> high quality or just produced in very low numbers. It usually go, qualifies as vintage more than like a solid state Randall amp from nineteen eighty two. Commander, hey, if you're a, if you're a fucking if you're a fucking dime bag fan, that's gold. Yeah. Kurt Cobain played a commander. Yes, he did. Yeah, that was a whole different thing, though. Anyways. He also destroyed everything on stage every night. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Anyways, I think... Because, okay, people, like, throw the term vintage around way too much, especially in the music gear world. I'm sorry... But I think people who love, like, K guitars and shit are, like, the just full of shit. They are are fucking guitars. full of shit. It's a shit guitar. Fuck Mojo. It plays, like, garbage. Like, I don't... 90... I'm gonna say 99% of them are fucking hot trash. Yeah, like they throw K- the word vintage in there to trick people into buying them because they think they're nicer than they actually are. Yeah, no, for sure. But then again, that goes back to my argument that it was something cheaply built and crappy in the first place. Yeah, but also things that are sought after are still cheaply, crappily built. Not always, though. Not always, but, uh, I mean, look at Mustangs and, um, yeah, Mustangs being the specific. I mean, again... Kirk yeah, but Cobain. I mean, you're going to max out like it's a 65 Mustang at like 1200 bucks. That same Strat maxed out would be like 45,000. There's a, there's a big price differential there. Like Fender just actually, I don't know if you've seen it recently, but Fender has their own new vintage line of things they've had like uh, the, I don't remember what they call it, the Vault Classics or Vintage Classics where they've had guitars that they've had sitting in their vaults like from like the 1950s and 60s that are selling off at ridiculous prices. Mm-hmm. And there's a 50 Strat in there, and they want $89,000 for it in the reverb shop. Yeah. I mean, people are going to pay it. It's basically new old stock. It's like something they had sitting around and just sitting there forever, and now they're selling it for ridiculous prices because they sat on it for so long. I mean, but isn't that kind of... In my opinion, what's become a thing uh, in uh, this day and age with music gear? Like, come on. There are people always trying to look in for the next fucking stupid-ass uh, con. Well, okay. Outside of gear, though, like, 
this applies to clothing. I mean, fucking furniture. I will not buy vintage clothing or furniture. But, but I mean, what what do you guys think makes it? Like, what, what is it? What's the thing? What's the thing in our minds that makes something vintage as opposed to just old? Like, wh- why why do we? Why are people willing? Nostalgia. To you think so? Nostalgia. I think nostalgia has something to do with it. Or then again, if it's rare and it's and it's nice, like those two things come big big into it. Uh, okay, so like vid- vintage clothing is actually something really hard to wrap my head around. Um, like for real, like I can't. All right, but if you get a if you get a fucking tour shirt from okay, tour shirts are different. I'm talking about like the people who like go after like, like, you know, like vintage like Gucci like suits and stuff. Well, they're fucking. I mean, we're we're all three giant fucking guitar nerds. So I mean, I'm sure there are clothing nerds. Oh sure, and, and there's sneaker nerds, and you know that's a that's a whole that's a huge collector's market. And you want to talk about vintage, like you know. That's the truth. Like fucking like Jordans and shit. I wish like I kept people all those get... fucking Jordans I had, dude. Right, <laughs> right. You fucking wish you never wore them. Like for me, toys, toys are huge. You know, like you got the older generation who likes you know like all these like you know cars that are made out of metal. You know, I mean, literally, there's shows devoted to fucking this goddamn stuff, like American Pickers and. All that bullshit. For me, like, I love, like, toys from the 80s. Like, fucking. And it's not even because I'm, like, an 80s kid. I wasn't even fucking born in the 80s. But, like, somebody who was influential in my life, he was and had all these toys and shared them with me that, like, I have a huge fondness for them. Like, uh, you know, I've talked about on the podcast before, but that fucking optimus prime dude like it's not vintage but the reason why i like it is because it's based off the vintage model that they had back in the 80s right i made out of die cast and that's the uh, there goes there goes to the quality that joe's speaking of like the original transformers that were made out of fucking die cast metal is like far superior than the plastic shit that they got going on i got you I got you. So you're paying for quality. You're paying for nostalgia. Yeah, I would say that uh, versus old is literally just that. Like, you know, nobody fucking. Useless. Yeah, useless. Like, I'm trying to think. I don't know. See, I can't even think of anything like it because it's just trash to me. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, it's just fucking trash. Yeah. I just sent you a link to that reverb shop, the Fender Certified Vintage Shop. Um, they have this 1954 vintage Strat, two-color sunburst, $85,000. I mean, somebody's going to buy that. And it's just sitting in a wicker chair. <laughs> yeah, somebody's <laughs> going to buy that shit. Oh, I mean, I none of these do a single thing for me. And I, Just look at the pricing, though. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I would free never shipping. pay that for. <laughs> Good shout. Good shout. <laughs> That's free shipping. You're right. <laughs> free shipping. Fucking buy. I would laugh if it said like like $100 and it said like $84,990 in shipping. 
You know what I love? I love. I clicked on that that first one that you just mentioned, and I'm, uh, as a thing, it's like predicted to sell soon. Three other people have this in their cards. Nobody's gonna fuck. Though I guarantee those three yeah. people aren't yeah, buying the that CEO guitar. of Fender, the Fender marketing director. <laughs> yeah, like Fender's just trying to get it back so they can put it in the museum. It's it's like no, it's like when your buddy, you're like, hey, go go watch my reverb listing or go make me an offer. <laughs> like, and then you're like, all right, but don't accept it. And then you're trying to figure <laughs> out how low should I make it so he doesn't accidentally accept it and screw me over. All right. Don't act like you haven't done that before. <laughs> All right. Also, so who's next? Who's got a topic for us? W- wait, hold on, hold on. I ain't fucking done. Oh, of course. Okay. Okay. Because uh, no, I I wanted. I I feel like uh, when we're talking vintage, I want to talk about something that How maybe old should something be to be considered vintage. Isn't the isn't it twenty five years? Is it twenty five? I know, like uh, just reference to cars like if you're gonna in, in tennessee you can get what's called an antique tag 20 years and it's 20 That's, years okay or 25 years and then the okay. vehicle can be antique well next year my jag thing will be vintage yeah yeah and i'm um, actually the only owner ever of it that's pretty that's pretty good even though you've had to refinish it because you fucked it up yeah, but it's got character. I mean, if you look at that 54 Strat, they want 85000 for it. I think it's torn to shit when you, like, scroll through the pictures. Oh, I didn't actually look. It's all scraped up and rusted I mean, on the bridge saddles, and the, the capacitors inside of it are all, like, covered in spider webs and shit. I mean, what are you going to do? It's fucking 70 years old or whatever. Yeah. I can't do math. I'm drunk. Um, <laughs> but, no, there's something I did want to talk about. Vinyl. Like, we didn't mention vinyl. Okay. Yeah, I feel like vinyl is something that is huge in today's world, uh, whether it be new or old. I actually find, you know, most people these days are just okay with like you know, newer releases like repressed stuff. But I have quite the collection of classic country vinyl, like original vinyls, and they're all not worth anything because it's. Nobody fucking like it's not the right genre. Yeah, it's not the but right genre cool. of music. It's fucking cool to me, but it's not worth anything. It's old, and it's something you'll hold on to. And when you play it, you just you know you get like a different feeling from playing it than like hitting a digital file. Yeah, no, I I, I know agree. it might sound exactly the same, but it just feels different. It's um, how do you feel about vinyl, uh, Will? Um. <laughs> Not like the vinyl latex suits you wear when you go to San Francisco. <laughs> I mean, I you know I've got some. I don't. I'm not a huge vinyl nerd. Mm-hmm. I don't. Uh, I don't feel like it's a superior. It's cool, like to have the old records because I got a bunch of my dad's old records, like old Black Sabbath. Yeah. Uh, shit like that. But yeah, but see, that shit might be worth something if it's not like like a super like late '80s repress. Right. No, this is original shit. I've got Dark Side of the Moon, but I mean, it's cool to have that shit just because of the history. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, you know, it's it's not a superior uh, listening format. Right. No, a superior Agreed. medium at all. Like it sounds like shit comparatively. It's cool, kind of, I guess. Again, but it ties into that nostalgia, right? That for a lot of people, 
or in our cases, I would say not necessarily nostalgia because most vinyl collectors these days are fucking people who didn't even have fucking Walkman. I feel like with um, music, like with me, like having a record or having a CD, it's cool to have something tangible. I think that's what I enjoy yeah. about it. Like to yeah. have liner notes and to be able to read the lyrics to the song. And then the Yeah, that's one thing vinyl does like good vinyl presentation. Correct. Absolutely. Opening it up. They cared and back in fucking... the day. It wasn't just about pumping out a single. It was actually about making an album. Yep. I've got a, an original press of the uh, Morrison Hotel. The Doors record. Nice. And it's got the, um, the little yellow paper. The film or whatever that's over the picture. It's, it's crazy that it's still intact from that. But it's neat. So I guess I, guess I do get it. Because it's really cool to have that, and to mm. see that kind of history, and to think that holy shit, like this is, you know, it's got on the back of the sleeve. There's you know some names written on there, so there's no telling like whose like, closet this shit was in, like back in the '60s, and it's I don't know. So I mean, I guess I get it to a certain extent. Now, not enough for me to pay thousands of dollars for a record, personally. Yeah, yeah no. But, See, the '80s just changed uh-uh. it all. Once you got to the '80s, and everything started becoming like digital. Or well, I guess on cassette tape at that point in time, but it was still becoming more and more digital. You you lost that whole like importance of listening to the album because you could just skip songs. Hmm. I should have uh, said there. Yeah, I mean it's it's better like for a record. It's cool to enjoy it like as a. Yeah, one and thing. the artists back. I feel like the artists further back were worried about making something that you'd listen to start to back. You were you know you weren't just gonna skip around from song to song. Yeah, and um. I think that actually leads me into one of my next topics, which is the one-hit wonder. Boom. Okay. Because, you know, you start getting these people that are worried about making that single and getting it out there. And I think also in the 80s that the music video had a lot to do with the one-hit wonder bands. Because they come out with these crazy videos that people would watch over and over and over on MTV when it first started. And uh, it would really kind of just stick that one song in, but then you never really listened to or heard anything else from those bands again. Well, I mean, I was, but but a lot of those bands did come out with other music. It just didn't hit like that first yeah. hit. What I what I'm using as the criteria <clears throat> then for the one hit wonder would be then like something that actually was a you know it made it into a top whatever twenty or one hundred Billboard chart. Yeah, and then the band really never had anything else that that made it back to that level of success. Or it's a song that you know the song perfectly, but. You can't name me the name of the band who played that song. There's a shit ton of those. Oh, yeah. Holy um, fuck. What's, what's brought this recently to my mind is I found another new YouTube channel, and it's called Todd in the Shadows. And uh, he has a series called One Hit Wonderland, where he reviews one hit wonders and kind of gives you the history of the band before the hit came out, you know, what the hit was, and then what they did afterwards, and then basically, uh, should they have been bigger or not? And it's a it's a pretty interesting take on, like, the whole one hit wonder thing but um i've been going through these and it's really interesting to see some of the histories of these bands that have these songs and like how much more they actually did that no one ever heard Hmm. so i was wondering if there was any specific one hit wonders or bands that you know of that kind of stick out to you well one of the seeing it's weird because i feel like this could be regional you know what I mean? That that is true too. Yeah, a lot of the ones 
I'm going to say American one-hit wonders because a lot of these are, you know, in Europe, they carried on and had fairly large careers. And you know, I'm talking but, about, like, regional within the States because, uh, like, all right, one of the ones, and it was huge on the radio. They played it. It was heavy rotation on the rock radio station here. It was a band called Hum from the 90s. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. What was the song? It was called Stars. And I, see, I think she missed the train to Mars. She's out back counting stars. And then it was it would hit like with this crazy like heavy riff. And, and it, it's a cool band and a cool tune. But I don't know that it was it was popular elsewhere. I, I think it was just kind of this area and this radio station. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't think I've ever heard of that one. But like for example, a song I would think of would be like. Um, uh, and I ran, I ran so far away by Flock of Seagulls. You never heard anything else okay. from them ever. Like, that was the song. Right. Fair enough. Yeah, uh, that was another one I would massive, think of is uh, I'm Too Sexy. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, right. Said Fred. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's a great one. Uh, Baby uh, Got Back. Yep, yep. Um, by uh, sure Closing Time by Semi Sonic. Dude, yeah. Oh, that's Closing a good one. Time. It's played at every bar every night at the end of the day. What about that, uh, that fucking uh, band Lit? That uh, My oh, Own uh, Worst Enemy? My Own Worst Enemy, yeah. Yep. What's that? Star 71 right now was like one of those pop punk anthems that everybody knew back in the day. And What about If I Could? Then I would. <laughs> it's like is every that, song in the 90s. Is that Creed? No, it's not Creed. It's fucking somebody else. But it's like the kid looks like he... Guy looks like he's like maybe, maybe 15, 16 years old. But oh. he's not. He's older than that. Um, uh, uh, fucking... Um, he was on Butterfly? Intervention. Is it Butterfly or is it Crazy Town? It, Crazy Town is Butterfly. I'm your sugar. Butterfly, Butterfly, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. So, Crazy Town's the band, the group. See, I'm getting the two. I just know. Who is the They were like a white rap group, which is really weird. Who is the fucking dude that, that, uh, he was on Intervention, man. He got all like crazy fucking meth out. It was, oh, uh, oh, 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 Days of New. Yes, Days of New. Days of New. New. Yeah. Uh, touch, peel, that. stand, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He sounded like, uh, Alice in Chains, kind of. Or how about, you remember this band? Dexy's Midnight Runners? They no, come on what Eileen. did they sing? Come on, Eileen. Irene. Oh. Is it which, Eileen? Eileen. It's Eileen, yeah. which I watched that, and you know what that band's named after? It's named after uh, basically ecstasy because Dexy's was a, was a slang word in England for Dexatrim, which was like a type of ecstasy back in the, or MDMA back in the day, and they would take them at midnight and run, run with them. Hmm. Um, who sings Mickey. Oh, Tony Basilla or something Tony like that? Tony Basil. Basil Lee? Yeah, it's Basil or Basil or whatever. It's Basil, Basil, yeah, that's something like one, that. That's one I would say. Or um, um, how about ahead. I always feel like somebody's watching me, which is not Michael Jackson, even though you think it is. It's by a band called Rockwell. Hmm. Huh. Interesting. But everyone thinks it's Michael Jackson. Um, or how about the best one of all? A one-hit wonder who got famous for doing a cover song of Michael Jackson, and that's Alien Ant Farm Smooth Criminal. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. It must true. suck that your only hit is a cover song. <laughs> that is pretty brutal. That's 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 a little bit of a, yeah. That's got to be upsetting, right? Yeah, I mean, it's um, like you make you make all these songs that are awesome to you, and you're like trying to put them out there, and then you just happen to like break through on a on a cover song. Uh, I don't, so they may not be one hit wonders, um, but to me they are because I don't know a single other song by them. 
uh, Wild Cherry. Uh, oh yeah, play that, play that fucking, fucking music. music. Yep, yep. That's a big um, one. Mm. That's like yeah. yeah. But you know when you got a hit like that, that's like in every like movie, and you're still getting royalties from it. Like, do you need anything else? Or like um, <clears throat> Mungo Jerry in the summertime when the weather gets hot, you can step. And if you ever watch that video. He is a creepy looking guy. He's wearing like a fishnet shirt and has like these weird, he has like an afro that comes down, but it, it blends in with his pork chop, like sideburns. And he looks like a sheep. He looks like a black sheep. So real quick, I'm about to bring up, I'm about to bring up a, whatchamacallit, a modern one hit wonder. Thanks to the interwebs, Rebecca Black Friday. Friday, Friday, gonna get down on Friday. That was a terrible song. Yeah, but it fucking was a huge hit. I don't know that song. I've never heard it. um, Fucking huge. Turning Japanese by the Vapors. Mm, Yeah. Turning Japanese, I think I'm turning Japanese. I really think so. That was a great song, but they never did anything else. (laughs) Um, Laffy Taffy. Oh, (laughs) that one. (laughs) Laffy Taffy. Oh, yep. that's a good one. How about since so we're going to rap "Informer" by Snow? Informer, you know something about it. I don't know the rest of the words. I like him boom down. Oh, so great! Or uh, there's so many like I cannot believe like there's just so many bands that have had only one song that hit. <laughs> like that's gotta suck. I don't know. I think it'd be pretty awesome. Well, this one doesn't suck that they only had one hit because if I have to hear them ever again, I'd be happy. And that's the Baja Men with Who Let the Dogs Out. I I listened to an interview one time with uh, Rick Astley. Oh, he hates, like, the Rick Roll song. Well, no, no, man. He he was... uh, Oh, no, no. It's the guy from Flock of Seagulls hates um, and Iran. Yeah, that's the one he hates it. Rick Astley was just like he was like you know he basically had the the attitude of like well fuck it you know it's, it is what it is he's like he makes stuff Never and gonna hope people give like you it. and uh, yeah he said he still continued to make stuff and you know and I don't understand who artists. does kung fu fighting are they a one oh, hit wonder yes that was um what was the name of that band. Um, Car- Carl Douglas was the guy who wrote that song. I don't oh. understand artists oh. that won't play hey. their hits. Hey, or or the Scat Man. I'm the Scat Man. Skibbity bop and Which, yep. interestingly yeah. enough, he was actually a jazz musician. That that's how he sang because he had a speech disorder. So like that's how he like became the Scat Man. And if you ever look at him in the video, he's like a middle aged like in his fifties. Yeah, no, his he's older. Yeah, um, yeah. my Sharona. Oh, yeah, that's another good one by The Knack. Yep. Um, or Lou Bega's Mambo Number no. 5. Oh, man. Uh, oh, man. I forgot about that song. Um, or EMF. You're unbelievable. Made popular uh, by the Chicago Bulls. By every sports team ever? Right. <laughs> Um, or Cotton Eye Joe by the Rednecks. Oh, I know. Yeah. If I had a man for Cotton Eye Joe, yeah. Uh, there's so like it like it's like a never ending list of just like songs that you're like know these songs. Whatever happened to Goat? Did he ever come out with another single? The guy who did Somebody I Used to Know. 
Oh, I don't know. I have no idea. Didn't, didn't like um, him and Bruno Mars have a thing? Bruno Mars stole his music or something? Oh, shit. I, I have no idea. The Like, the beat for it was like that boom, boom, boom. That little, that little like, uh, what was it? UK Lele crap or whatever? I have no idea, dude. Boom, 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 boom. Um, how about uh, uh, Tub Thumping by Chumbawamba? Lord. Oh, my <laughs> God. Are we going here? Uh, you get some alcohol drink and you mix it with the alcohol. How did that song go again? Uh, damn it. It wasn't good, so it doesn't matter. I'll, I'll wait. Yeah, I'll wait. <coughs> no, I'm good. Okay. I'm done with that one. Um, Take On Me, probably one of the most covered songs uh, ever. Who did that my, song uh-huh. initially? Aha. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. Take me on. Uh, the final countdown. Europe. Oh God, yeah. Like, Europe. like I actually, this actually, <laughs> this could be like a whole topic in a, of itself. The fucking hair metal scene of oh, yeah. the '80s. There's got to be some fucking ridiculous ass, ass, uh, fucking, uh, a huge list, huge fucking oh, list. Yeah. The eighties are like the like the dreamscape of one hit wonders. It's like if you want to have a one hit wonder, you should have just came out in the eighties because like there's so 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 many of them. Um, oh oh oh! It's raining men. Uh, <laughs> that was a good steal. Uh, steal my sunshine. Oh yeah, that yeah. was like played at like so many fucking stupid ass uh, like roller rinks and shit. Yeah. Um, oh, if I could fall into the sky. Oh, I forgot that song. Is that is that one hit wonder? I don't know what else she does. I don't remember who 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 was that. I don't fucking know. I know some um, some. Or, oh, you know, it was another one with the girl singer. Um, the Cardigans, Loveful. That the love, love me, love me, me song. Love me, dude. <clears throat> yeah. And that one had some staying power because my daughters are teenagers and they sing that song all the time. Well, what's really? really funny, and you might enjoy this, Will, that band also, because I got into a covers thing once, they do covers of almost every Aussie song ever in, in Black Sabbath songs. Oh, no shit. Yeah, That's the awesome. Cardigans. The Cardigans, just do, search Cardigans, Aussie, Black Sabbath covers, and it's the funniest nice. thing you'll ever hear because they're like a can, Swedish can band. Can we yeah. talk about the band called, or I don't think they're a band, but uh, Tattoo? All the things she said, all the things she said, running oh, through yeah. my head, running through my head. This is not Yeah, that's a good one. Definitely. Um, how about the uh, the blue Baba Dee Baba Doo, whatever the hell it is? Yes, yeah. Eiffel 65? Yeah, whatever. Do you remember that video? Yeah, terrible CGI. Yeah, yeah the terrible CGI aliens. Yeah. I have oh. a blue house with a blue window. Blue is a color. I don't remember this song around. at all, man. What the fuck are you guys talking I'm about? I'm blue. Dabba dee dabba die. Dabba. Yeah, no. <laughs> fuck yeah. Would you? you it? I, have a qu- I have a question. I have a question. Because I don't feel like this band, but it's because I also grew up in Texas. Um, is a one hit wonder because they're fucking huge in Texas, so they're not really one hit wonders there. But uh, Toadies, Possum Dude, Kingdom, yeah. no, okay, Possum Kingdom. See, that's so weird for me to think is that to think of that, of that band. Time signature change. That's so weird to me to think of that band as as a 
as a one hit wonder. One hit wonder, right? That is one of my most favorite bands of all times. That fucking uh, that second record, fun? dude. Uh, the Hell Below Stars Above is. Oh, yeah. I've seen the Toadies like five times. I, oh, I do have a question. I love that fucking band. I don't know if How this song them? technically counts because one of the <clears throat> artists, one of the people in the band. Um, went on to actually have another one-hit wonder, but as himself, or not as himself, but as a solo artist, uh, Crisscross Jump. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. AKA Everlast. That's him. No man, he was in fucking House of Pain. Jump House around. of Pain. That's okay. right. Jump around. Crisscross. <laughs> Crisscross was two you like remember? little black kids. Yeah, yeah. Remember, right. I touch myself by the Divinals. Yeah. When I think about you. I- Ironically enough, she died from breast cancer, which if she had been touching her breast, she might have found the lumps. Whoa. Damn, Joe, that's just fucking cold-blooded. Hey, guys, guess who's here? Who's here? Who's here? You didn't hear the doodle I heard the doodle Who the fuck's... Oh, shit. Steve! <laughs> Steve Rao! Oh, wow. Can you not fucking make obnoxious <laughs> noises Listen. and actually say something? Speak, Steve, speak. Use just, your words. We could just listen could just, to him throw his mic down the stairs. Jesus Christ, <laughs> this is some terrible live fucking podcast in here. <laughs> uh, this might be our one-hit wonder episode. <laughs> Fuck sakes. Steve, are you here? Never should do like a... Oh. All right. Uh, what the fuck? Fuck, Jesus. Steve. Uh, he's muted now, everybody. Oh, no. <laughs> All he got is silence. Silence of the lambs. Um, um, okay, can I, we go back to House Band? Because I got my songs mixed up. Because they both have jump, jump in. Jump, Everybody jump. Jump around. Jump around. Get jump. up, get up, and get down. Yeah, that's the song I was thinking yeah. of. I wasn't thinking of fucking Chris. Chris I, I don't know why. Yeah, I'm dumb. How about everybody's pre favorite pre-pubescent <clears throat> teams, Hanson with Mbop. Didn't they have another hit? Not really a hit. They had other songs, but they weren't really hits. I don't know. If fucking Steve would get on the fucking podcast, he could tell us all about it because I believe he's seen fucking Hanson live. They're back has at he? it, though. Yes, he has. He's uh, seen them live. Hanson. Did- I think they're they're actually back. Uh- oh, oh, hey, Bitch. Oh, Meredith. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Meredith, I'm a bitch. I'm a lover. What was her name? Meredith Brooks, I believe, yeah. was her name. Um, <clears throat> a Modest Mouse float on. I feel like they had hits after that. Yeah. I don't know. I can't think of any other Modest Mouse songs except for that. I see. I love I Modest Mouse, so I could. I love them too, but like, I can't think of any songs that were like hits. That was like the only one that really got big, big. Or uh, How Bizarre. How Bizarre. Oh. How Bizarre. Guys, 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 guys. Flagpole Sitta. Harvey, oh, Harvey Danger. Danger. Dude, I saw Harvey Danger live in uh, yeah. Seattle, and it was a badass. Or uh, Teenage Dirtbag by Weedus. Speaking of, of One Hit Wonders, the band that opened for Harvey Danger at that show was Not A Surf. Yes, popular. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love Not A Surf. It's one of my favorite bands ever. They did an acoustic set. Are you are you coming on at all, Steve? You're just going to stay fucking muted. 
Jesus probably Christ. Probably listening to us. Probably yeah. not. Message him and tell him to talk next time he unmutes his mic. Yeah, no shit. Um, anyways, yeah, Harvey Danger. Um, <clears throat> I'm trying to think. Um, Teenage Dirtbag by Weedus. Yep. That band's fucking awful. You ever heard with anything the, um, else by that band? No, Garbage. exactly. But with the uh, the guy, uh, Jason Biggs, in the video. Yeah. I, RJ, um, man, I'm still bummed out about the Toadies being a one-hit wonder, but I guess I totally were, technically. They kind of are, yeah. yeah. They, they are, but, like, they're huge in Texas. Like, they're... And they fucking f- should be such a good band. I've, I really can't stand the band. God. Fun fact. Fun fact. Uh, fun fact. I uh, when I went and it, saw... <laughs> when I went and saw them... Um, Jesus. When I went and saw them, I didn't see them. They were just with, like, part of the lineup. Uh, there was more flashing going on in that that particular set than any other live act. Now I'm talking about I saw them the same day that I saw all fucking Stone Temple Pilots hmm. and fucking huge bands like that. Uh, Sex and Candy. Marcy Playground? Yeah. Also, a uh, that record, that whole record's great that that song's on. So Really? Good. I yeah. wouldn't know. I've only heard fucking Sex and Candy a million fucking times. Dude, you never listened to that record? Nope. Uh, yeah, yeah, you need to you need to give that a shot, RJ. That whole that whole album's fucking good. Really? Yeah. I don't I don't know about all that now, Will. You don't like it? I, I never really got into them too much. Um uh, just that, that they had several good records, but that How one, about uh, the Macarena? Hey, Macarena. By Los Del Rio. Wow, I'm actually kind of proud of you that you rolled your R correctly. Yeah, I haven't had any. What's that one? Um, lump. Oh, President's United States of America. Yes, yeah. she's lump. They had a couple songs, man. Hey, it's Steve. Jesus Christ, you're fucking loud. <laughs> well, it's fucking okay. turn your ass down. At least you're talking into the mic. <laughs> fucking Christ. I feel like So so right now we're talking about one hit wonder songs. And you're probably going to list a shit ton that we've already done. Oh Jesus Christ, dude. We've been talking for like 20 minutes. Fuck we're an off. hour and 8 minutes into this episode. <laughs> uh, oh, I didn't do Tainted Love oh. yet. Oh yeah. Wow, Tainted Love. And they had the shitty Marilyn Manson cover. God, that was awful. <laughs> I mean, that's all Marilyn Manson is really known for. Can we can we agree upon that? Is shitty cover. Portrait of an American Family was a solid hard rock record. The beautiful people. The that's beautiful not a people. cover. Oh, and no, I was just thinking it's a good song. Uh, uh, okay, fine. fine. <laughs> or how about Rapper's Delight by the Sugar Hill Gang? Okay. Yeah. I would, can, yeah. I said hip hop. A hippie to the hip to the hip hip. That was one of like the, the first like rap songs I remembered and like I memorized. And it was a lot. Hey, Steve. Uh-oh. He left again? I'm full on Jimmy B and you guys. Yeah, you're, <laughs> no, you're fucking this up. We got you. Hey, Steve. Steve. What's up? We, we can hear you. 
Can you tell us if Hanson had any other hits other than Mbop? Yeah, uh, well, so they, I think they would be a one-hit wonder under the definition of, like, yeah. oh, uh, you know, Mbop is there. Under the idea that, like, they had one big hit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but they did have, like, a couple other hits I think did. If you're using, like, the top 40 definition of a one-hit wonder, uh, I think they had at least two other songs um that were yeah i will come to you was number nine this time around was number uh number 20 i actually thought where's the love charted but apparently it didn't um at least not in the united states it was number two in australia i looked that up please tell me you just know this off the top of your head no well well, like where's the love was a song i remember there being a video for it the same year as umbob yeah i remember the video but it was it was just never was a hit like umbob yeah um you know Besides that, yeah, you know, from the idea of they have one song that you know, it's oh, it's Mbop. Like if you're I, using I, that I, that <clears throat> definition, it's kind of like uh, uh, you get what you give. Um, oh man, that's a good oh, one. New radicals, yeah. like that's a one hit. That's a one hit yeah. wonder. Except technically, yeah, I, I think he had song. like one or two other hits, but nobody remembers those songs. Uh, because like I want to say, mother, you just can't get enough. Might have been a hit for him. Um, someday you'll know. Might have been. It. Oh, I guess that one did not chart. You get what you give. Actually, wasn't even that big. Um, Man, I love that. We song. talked about it um, earlier, Steve. But how, how much? Like, I feel like a lot of this was uh, regional. You know, because there, I know there's there's definitely a lot of regional, and and now it's like a whole other thing because you have tracks. Um, like uh, Old Town Road, right? Uh, Lil Nas X, uh, which was a number one before I'd ever even heard. It was like number one on the charts, but I'd never heard it on the radio because there's yeah. this whole, you know, now the now streaming is driving the charts uh, uh-huh. so much. Yeah, that's what the how it got started. We used to talk about how like albums you know, used to be like the thing. You had vinyl, you would listen to full albums, and then once you got to the eighties and it became about music videos and singles. Yeah. Like the whole like the whole one hit wonder phenomenon just took over. I think over. it's cool though, like how some of these bands like we we mentioned Marcy Playground and they had sex and candy, but I've seen Marcy Playground like three times and I'm talking about they were selling out the venues. I'm they were, you know, three, yeah, four but thousand that's people not, at that, these places. Yeah. Oh, hey. I believe in a thing called love. Just, hold on. You do? Just to put that in perspective, Will. I do. I do believe in a thing called love. They had three or 4,000. We had 10,000 come to Easter for our church. Well, I mean. <laughs> and that's just one I'm church talking about, Gainesville. but I mean, to me, three or 4,000 is relatively successful as far as a music career goes. Sure. I mean, you're, you yeah. know. Well, yeah, but you, you it's know, not a hit. You're talking about a built-in audience there. Also, what uh, was St. Joe's not a hit for them? Man, it's a good song, though. I, I, I don't, I don't know. know much about them other than uh, the only song I know. I think it's like if you ask like the average person, are they going to know more than the one song? Probably not. But Sh- um, Sherry Fraser's my favorite Marcy Blake. Twisted so. Sisters, we're not going to take it. Yeah, that's yeah. Could you I think would of say anything that, else? Yeah. How much? But see, how much? Because Dee Snider did so much with all the Tipper Gore shit and everything. Like, but did uh, they have any uh, other hit like songs? I don't remember. Yeah, so I was wondering, is there any other songs that like? I mean, I wasn't. Can, I wasn't old enough to know what the hell was going on at that point so it's like um, i was like six yeah <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't even born yet so it's fine <laughs> yeah like i said there's there's just a lot you know that 
You're like, oh, that's big, right? But, but it's not. Well, a lot of them you just can't, like, you never heard of the bands before. You can say the names a million times. It's like, I know the song, but I can't place whoever did that song. Right. Yeah. And I think that also helps. Um, when the cover song is probably better known than the uh, the originals also helps. Like, um, if you think about Sinead O'Connor and Nothing Compares to You, Prince's cover that was bigger than her actual real version of really? it. Really? No, no. I, I, uh, I believe it's the other way around, is it not? Am I dumb in thinking that? Well, she wrote Noth- it, but... Nothing but Compares to that, that's a. I thought that's a Prince song. No, it's, it's her song and Prince covered it. No, I think it's the other way around. I think it's the other way around, well, sir. The list I have right in front of me of, of, of One Hit Wonders... It's a Prince song. ...credits her as, as writing it, and I'm 100% sure that... That it's her song. Because the Prince is a cover. You can look it oh, up. It was composed by Prince for the family. But, but it was a single for Sinead O'Connor. Okay. Well, I'm and still... And Prince did a cover of it. I say, I say Tomato Tomorrow because he wrote the fucking song, so... He's the songwriter. <laughs> so... I, he wrote the song. He didn't cover it. If he wrote it, he didn't fucking cover it. I mean, it. it just got known. That's like saying, that's like saying, um, oh, well, I'm trying to think what band is it. It's like saying Neil Diamond covered Red Red Wine because UB40 was bigger with it, even though he actually recorded it in like 1968. No, yeah. but it's whoever recorded it. Well, first. yeah, he did record it first, but UB40 is definitely like better known for it. Which also, that would probably be a one hit wonder for them, too. Um,. <laughs> I know they had a couple other decently large songs, but nothing like Red yeah, Red Wine. Yeah, that's fair. Um, what was the other song they had? Wasn't it like um, I can't even think of it now. That's how like not. Uh, but if we're gonna go down like that that type of music, how about uh, Bobby McFerrin and Don't Worry Be Happy? Yeah. How yeah. about actually? Ooh. So I don't What's know. Up? I don't know what you guys hit already. I just. I just looked up a list of one-hit wonders. Okay. Um, there's some, like, really good ones on here, but then it makes me think of covers that I liked more. Uh, one of the ones on this is Come On Eileen, Dexie's Midnight Runners. Yeah. yeah. I prefer the Save Ferris version. Yeah, of course. We, we it's did. So much we did. Uh, <laughs> we did speak of this song. I didn't realize that Save Ferris had done a copy of it, or a cover, rather. Oh, yeah, that's the one you probably have heard. <clears throat> And and then, you know, some of these uh they're only really one hit wonders because you because you don't live in that country and, and like Will was saying like it, like the is, proclaimers. It, is it regional or like take on me, aha. Aha was huge in whatever freaking country they were from, Norway. Mm-hmm. Well the proclaimers are huge in Scotland, yeah. but all we know is I'm gonna be five hundred miles. But I, I mean you know, I was I had brought up before I, I think it, it can be as much as just the region you live in personally, because I, I mentioned this earlier, Steve, but the band Hum. I don't know if you remember them, like they were huge. Stars. Yes. That song was huge here. Like I remember yeah. it was like every third song they played. I mean, it was crazy. And that got me into that band and they you know, they had two really good records. Well, I was also mentioning um because I don't think of this band earlier. Uh, I don't think of this band as a one-hit wonder because they're so huge in Texas because they're from Texas. And it was uh, uh, the Toadies. Yeah, the Possum Kingdom. Yeah, Possum Kingdom being their, their one Right. But actually, you know what? I don't feel like that's true. Because I feel like I Come From the Water is a pretty mm-hmm. big hit. I would say that's 
Arguably, that's a bigger hit than Possum Kingdom. Mm, I no. can't see No, because everybody who's learning how to play bass learns how to play Possum Kingdom first because you take, look at me, I'm playing 4-4. Four, four. Now I'm playing 3-4. Now I'm playing 4-4. Four, four. <laughs> I uh, don't I even know what song that is. Possum Kingdom? That's a boom, No, no, boom, I know boom, what boom, Possum boom, Kingdom boom, is. But whatever oh, the, the other one? You never heard I, I Come, come from, from the Water? water. I never heard I that one either. From the water. Or I might have heard it, but I don't know it. I come from the water. Yeah, man, I don't. Um, how about the one that's covered by every blues dad there is? That's Tommy Two Tone in eight six seven five three zero nine. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you go to any like like bar where there's like a middle aged band playing, they're playing. It's that actually song. A, a prefix to phone numbers here. Is eight six seven, and somebody has that number. Is it Jenny? Did you call we, her? I mean, in high school, yeah, we called, but it wasn't wall? Jenny. Well, that's disappointing. I agree. I agree. Anyhow. Well, I think that about does it. Unless Steve's got Let's, something yeah, Steve, fucking prolific to say. How about, no, let's give Steve. Do you have a surprise topic you want to just surprise I us with? I tried to think of a surprise topic. Uh, but I was trying to put my kids to bed, and I mostly was focused on that. Uh, but I, I, since I missed it, I'm sure you guys already said, what are you guys drinking tonight? Uh, two things. I have both Belching Beaver. I have Digital Bath because it's one of my faves. And I got their Mango IPA. It's kind of hot trash. Oh, really? Okay. It's I will it's, avoid. It's okay. It's very generic, and I can see they, they, I can see why they don't really put it out there. Um, the mango is pretty subtle. I, I feel like it does accent <laughs> the, the hoppiness to it, but it's it's hot trash. Don't fucking buy it. Go buy Digital Bath. Go buy go buy their new Mexican lager that they did with the Deftones. It's pretty fucking good. You'll never get drunk on it though. It's only like five percent. You just gotta uh, drink a lot, man. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to watch my good figure, old fashioned Steve. bud heavy, and I'm also Will, what free beer are you drinking? Yeah, what free New beer Belgium that you get? Voodoo Ranger, the Imperial IPA. I, I'm not normally an IPA guy, but I feel like the high alcohol content here really offsets the Voodoo Ranger, the super bitter for me personally, and actually makes it way more enjoyable. I don't feel like well it depends on which Voodoo Ranger you get but they have one that like I tried before I like really got into I I say really got into IPAs before I started enjoying IPAs right um that I thought was pretty good. Well, that's what I'm saying like the, Voodoo uh, Ranger this one's the is, Imperial uh, is it's like 9%. five beers. Yeah. There's like five beers under that. Yeah. So it's um right I've had that one. I've had Juicy Haze. I've had I've the actually got one. Uh, they're doing a rotating IPA. series of IPAs, uh, and they've got one out now. It's called Juicifer. I don't remember anything about it. That's a, a hazy IPA. I haven't tried it. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, hazy's the new thing, right? Like it's got a, it's got yeah, a little I've had skulls the and he's got like um, a I've had leather jacket on and riding a motorcycle. Yeah, I haven't had Juicifer. I've not How do you feel about the hazy mosaic, Steve? Uh, those mosaic hops hazy are Hazy mosaic. 
by modern times. I haven't had that one. It's pretty fucking good. Uh, I'd be interested in, in hitting up... Uh, I don't know if I've had... You know what? Maybe I have. Is that the Orderville one? Are you talking to me, Steve? Yeah, okay. Orderville is no. our hazy mosaic. Uh, I have yeah. had that one. Yeah, it's good. But I everything Modern Times does is good, so... Except, uh, except ice. I can't... I do not like ice. Less than I like other loggers. I've, I, I've never actually had it. Uh, so I've had... I'm trying to think. I... Also, side note, if you, if you haven't had their coffee... Steve, you need to. I haven't had their it's coffee, fucking, coffee. So that was my introduction to modern times. Was just the is coffee. their coffee? Was their coffee? The, and not black house. Have just you guys black, seen the um, like beans, like actual right. fucking hand, beans? Uh, that you buy, the new left like, hand white it, Russian. Delicious nitro beer. I've, their oh, milk stout nitro. I've only is had. I've had two but left hands. Left hand, I've had the left hand IPA and the left hand stout. Stout. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to force myself, but I'll, I'll try it. Have you had their? Have you had their IPA? Because I know you don't like IPAs, and I feel like that might be an IPA you would like. Is Interesting. it good? Yeah, the uh, because everything they have is nitroed, it's super creamy. So even their IPA, it's if if a uh, if a if a nitro stout is a chocolate milkshake, then a nitro IPA is almost like a like a, a vanilla cr- vanilla cream hmm. shake kind of a thing going on. In my, you know, it's still got a, it's still got a, a definite IPA thing going on, but. It's definitely uh, very creamy. I'm sorry. I'm looking at Modern Times list. I've actually never had the Black House, the the, the stuff that they're. Oh, dude, it's good. I, like I never see that one when I go out. I've had uh, the tropical one, the whatever for, Fortunate Fortune Islands. Islands. I've had yeah. Fruitlands, and then I've had Orderville. Those are the three that I've had. Man, go get the. Uh, and I've tried ice, and I don't remember what it tasted like. We'll have to maybe uh, next time we hang, I'll try to remember to grab a Modern Times pack from Costco because it's got everything in it. Oh, that'd be dope. I need to go Costco apparently. Yeah. Because you can go get the fucking alcohol. You don't have to have a membership at the one here anyway. Hmm. Like you can go get the alcohol, hard alcohol and stuff. You don't. They 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 literally escort you to the 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 alcohol, the like the the liquor section, and so you can get what you want. Interesting. Yep. Um, I'm just drinking Stella Cedar. Fucking a. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Did you say cedar? Does um, it taste like wood? Yeah. It's, it's spelled cedar. C i d r e. Oh, Will's gone. Will, Will, Willie's gone. We done. Well, lost well Will. while we got you here, let's uh, let's let's see how you feel about the other two topics we did. If you have any thoughts on them, maybe. sure. There we go. That's a good one. I think uh, you might have something to say about Will's topic, which was uh, vintage versus old. So like, oh man, what would make something vintage versus just being old? Uh, the difference is, does anybody actually want it? 
That's what I said. I'm like, <laughs> is it valuable or is it desirable? Yeah, I mean that's that's uh, that's the you know something that's vintage can also be said like oh that's a classic or you know that's that's unique you know uh, if it's old it's just old and you can call it vintage and maybe like you can hit that one collector but uh, you know it's it's not how old does it have to be to be vintage that, we said twenty five years that is like the yeah, like a car that's like the technical definition. It's 25 years, but, you know, it's hard because, like, is something from 1994 really freaking vintage? Well, if it depends on if it's cool or not, I guess. Yeah. Like a GMC Typhoon from 1994 is pretty cool and vintage. I would react to that if I knew what that was. It's a, um, it's a little mini two-door SUV they made with a turbocharged engine that's badass and super ridiculous. And they only made, like, 1,500 of them. Um... But it's pretty, pretty interesting. Or like, uh, I was saying that like next year my Jag Sting will be vintage. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you have a '95. <laughs> yeah, I, I bought it when it was brand new too. I've I've had it my basically my entire life. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. You have a Jag Sting, right, Steve? I do. I have a '96. Nice. Um, I love the guitar. It's an amazing guitar. But you know, th- like that's. Like that's a guitar that I I guess you know next year you can say it's vintage, but at the same time like a 1994 American Standard Strat that's not vintage man that's just old. Yeah, I think it's because there's so many Strats and there's just one like really jagged. Yeah, thing. yeah. This is true. Welcome back. Hey. So we're yeah. recapping our, our our topics with uh, Steve. We're talking about vintage versus uh, old. Yeah, I figured he'd have some expertise in this subject. Indeed. Um, I think there's a lot of stuff that used to just be old that's now like starting to become vintage too. And, and you know, what? that's one of those things that gets gets driven by by like weird gear popularity, and that's kind of like. Uh, you know the entire uh, ha- uh, Montgomery Ward Sears Silvertone craze from like twenty <laughs> oh, years kid. ago. I ranted years about ago. that dumb bullshit. Yeah, all those guitars were old until the white stripes happened, and then all of a sudden they were vintage. Yep, or like the old Tysco guitars from Japan. Yeah, a lot of those are still old. <laughs> yeah, or like a nineteen ninety two crate amplifier. Oh, that's definitely old. <laughs> it's just old. Well, see, I was I was talking about like because it, it goes it, it stretches beyond that. They you know, just gear. Like I'm talking about clothing, furniture, all this other yeah, shit. Like I went on about sneakers. Like yeah. fucking Jordan collectors are fucking insane. What do you think it is about us people that makes that draws the line what do you in the mean, sand between us and, people? I mean, yeah. you, you people. <laughs> What do you mean? What do you, you mean people? by you people? I mean Steve people. Oh shit, we went there. Asians? <laughs> <laughs> nah, specific. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking a. No, but you know what is vintage? Some of those old like um, Nissans. My like mentality. The, uh, the old Skylines. The, the t- oh, I was thinking when you say old Nissans, I'm thinking of like the Datsun 280s. Yes. Yeah, but I'm talking about, like the Prince Motor Skylines and stuff. Right. Yeah, the, the old like like the '70s and '80s vintage Nissans. Those things are. Toyota's sweet. bringing the Supra back. 
But that Datsun uh, B210 is an amazing car. I had an old Datsun truck. It was a piece of shit. Or the AE86 uh, <laughs> Toyotas. Yeah, I don't know anything about cars. You lost yeah. me. I don't know jack shit about cars. Yeah, RJ doesn't I keep drive. Me and do you, do you actually want to bring just not drive, or do you prefer not to drive? I mean, I do drive. Do. I was literally... I, I do. Okay. I Isn't Southern California to. like the car culture capital? I don't know about car culture, but you do need a car to get fucking anywhere yeah, in this place. Yeah, at least San Diego... I've heard LA is better, but San Diego is like non-existent public transportation. No, San Diego like is the car capital. God, San Diego's nothing. public transportation is actually pretty good. You can get most places. You can get there, there but it's like... It'll take you a while. Yeah, it's not like the Bay where it's like you can get anywhere you want fast. Yeah, no. San Diego, you're taking a bus to a bus to a bus to a trolley to a bus to a bus to a bus, and then you get where you are. Yeah, for real. Anywho. We got nothing. We got yeah. a bus that sucks. That's never where you need it to Let's, be. Let's uh, move on to the second. Upper Will Lives, they got uh, a, a guy with three teeth that drives around a four-wheeler and picks you up. Jesus Christ, Joe. Um... <laughs> Hey, you guys make one of Florida. All right, get it. let's Tennessee go to our first here. topic. Steve. Yeah. The best thing you've ever eaten oh, in your man. life. The best meal. Oh, man. It's a good one, right? Suck a dick, Satan. It's <laughs> <laughs> tough. You got to think about that. I've had Don't some, hurt yourself now, I've girl. Had some, uh, I've had some pretty good steaks. The, the best one that I actually can recently have, though, maybe, like, the meal in its entirety wasn't the best, um, was uh, I went to Bristol Farms, which is, like, our... It's a chain, but it's a super high-end grocery store. Uh, I think they're actually owned by Albertsons. <laughs> which is owned by... Or does Albertsons own Vons, or does Vons own Yeah, Albertsons? I don't, I'm not sure. It's one or the other. Um, but uh, I went there. I will buy food from there because they do like coupons and stuff. And um, they will. Oh, they're private. Never mind. Bristol Farms is just Bristol Farms. Shows what I know. Um, Fucking idiot. Gosh. Oh, they were at one point owned by Albertsons. I'm not crazy. Um, <laughs> God damn it. Oh. So anyway, um, I will buy things there. They send these coupons and it's like, oh, buy something, get this other thing for free, you know, buy, spend $7, get a dozen eggs for free. And it's all like super, you know, it's organic, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. And I'm going like, all right, I'll buy like a pack of beer because their beer is like priced decently. I'll go there and buy And they have a really good selection. I'll go there, get a six pack and like some and some free eggs, whatever. Right. I was going to buy the six pack anyway. Uh, but I will go there because Steve's an alcoholic. So anyway, uh, I will <laughs> go there, and uh, and they will. Uh, they I, I I went there not too long ago because they were doing buy one get one, uh, new or ribeyes. Dang, like good ribeye though, like good like. Uh, the ribeye at Bristol Farms is thirty three dollars a pound. Oh, but is it worth that $33 it's a pound? It's very marbled. You know, it's USDA Prime. So it's I got not it like, to be. That is like, the, you know, it's is that the highest grade of meat? I think it might be. Um, Actually, if you watch Good Eats at all, 
everything in the the wording doesn't even Does matter. Does it not? No. It's all words they use for marketing. Wow. Um, Alton Brown breaks it down to what the things you are you actually want to look for. Well, all I know is this stuff was super, super uh, marbled. And, uh, but on top of it, the, um, they, uh, the guy was like, oh, this one's kind of small. It's the end of the night. You want this other thing over here? I was like, yeah, I was barely paying attention. I was just trying to get out. It was late. And, uh, I was like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. And he throws it in there and I get home and I open up the package and I look at it and I go, this dude threw in, I think, Again, I don't know what it was because I wasn't really paying attention, but I, I believe it was a cut of filet mignon uh, just like Damn. on the side because my ribeye was too small. And I cooked that thing up. Uh, I do the Gordon Ramsay method, but I don't do the whole butter thing because not a fan. Uh, I just do salt and pepper. You guys you guys watch Letterkenny at all? Oh, I love like, Letterkenny. I'm definitely on the uh, on the Wayne train for, for meats. Uh, flip it. I actually I don't do the I don't do the four minutes aside flip it once, uh, but I do do salt and pepper only, and I then I do the Gordon Ramsay, so it's olive oil and like one minute per side yeah. rotating, one to two minute or one to two minutes per side rotating, and that thing came out freaking perfect. Um, probably all the best meals I've had have all been like stuff like that, either cooking really high end meat at home or uh like steaks at work christmas parties i need to buy more high-end meat yeah you do yeah. i'll give you some high-end meat wow there I, I, you know i think so I, so what I about think there is a real thing too uh, i had a friend of mine say recently that she was only going to she was going to cut down on her overall meat consumption so instead of at, but she was going to buy more high-end meat so it's like yeah instead of having like a steak every week. Maybe you're only having one steak a month, but instead of buying, but it's a damn yeah. Good instead steak. of buying like four pounds of you know top uh, sirloin, top sirloin like from Vons or whatever, you're gonna go to like a high end market and get one pound of ribeye that's like super marbled. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, what about what about desserts? I'm not a big yeah. Desserts we did talk guy. about. You don't have a favorite dessert? I talked about floats. You don't get down on floats? I mean, I'll get down on anything, but... Uh, oh, yeah, I bet uh, you will. But, uh, you filthy slut. You know, floats. If I, my, you I'm know. sorry, guys. We don't slut shame here on uh, <laughs> Just Surprise Me. Um, How about um, Tres Leches? Tres Leches is, is great. Uh, I've do some tiramisu. I'm thinking... I'm going on oh, those floats, man, man like... I'm down at the end of the night to just do like a Bailey's Irish coffee. There uh, you go. Or like some kind of like like a Guinness float, but I'll do a Guinness float like with my meal. God, a Guinness yeah, float sounds fantastic. Yeah, they're really. Yeah, good. anytime you have like a imperial stout, that's like, it, you know, you go back and forth, and it's like, oh, I got this imperial stout, and you don't you want to drink it because it it should be good. Um, but sometimes, you know, maybe maybe you're like, ah, you know, this is just a little much. I want to cut a little, uh, or I want to take it easy. So, you know, burn half of your bottle on a on a on a imperial stout float, and then drink the the rest of it straight. Don't waste that. You don't want to waste it. No. Alrighty. Anything else you'd like to add, Steve? Yeah. Um. Here's my topic. Don't do it. Here's my topic. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. 
Hold on real quick, buddy. Just want to let you know if it happens to deal with uh, uh, the auction, um, or not the auction, but the raffle, this is going to premiere way after that. Oh, is it really? Yeah. So we're going to actually well, we're gonna do, we're going to do a talk if you, and you're welcome to be on it. Uh, we're going to do a snippet after this okay. and we're going to throw it in front of uh, the episode that is premiering in time. Man, you guys are yeah. way ahead. Yeah. So, cause uh, there is a huge section of this uh, podcast that we're going to cut out because <laughs> we start talking wow. about it, realizing it was, uh, it was way past when. Oh, and. It was basically just us making fun of RJ in the beginning of the episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much. Uh, no, actually, so um, so I just thought of this topic, and maybe it's been covered. It, but it seems like you know everywhere in the world, except Europe. Uh, I don't know what they have in Europe, uh, but at least everywhere in the United States, like we deal with natural disasters. Oh Jesus! Oh, here we go. Uh, so I know we, you know, we all live with what we live with, and we make our choices. But uh, the question that I have is if you could live in an area where you, you know there's going to be a natural disaster in your lifetime, what natural disaster do you pick and why? Joe? <laughs> well, well, how big home. does this natural disaster, how big is it first? That's my question. Uh, it will be the oh, most man. epic, devastating kind. So wait, does this mean we, we have we can't choose where we currently are because we already have a natural disaster? Like you guys have earthquakes, I have hurricanes, and Will has meth lab explosions. <laughs> I mean, I if that's what you if you want if you want, I mean that's I'm, I guess that's the issue is like is like for RJ and I, you know, uh, everyone talks about like oh you got an earthquake and you never know when it's gonna happen. I'm like, dude, it's not gonna happen. Like I'm golden. Yeah, it's not terrible down here. We're we're a little too far, far down. I mean, we get hurricanes sometimes. We get tornadoes often. Well, you guys dodged that hurricane this year because that one de- oh my that God, one dude, Democrat lady had positive thoughts. Marianne, was it Marianne <laughs> Williamson? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> well, apparently, my cousin wants to take everyone's AR-15s away. <laughs> No. <laughs> I heard about that. Did you hear that some uh, some other like Texas senator or whatever for like from the state legislature? I think basically told him like you can come and get or like I'll be coming for you with my yeah. AR or something. I just thought it was ironic that he's a Texas representative. Yeah, yeah. And he wants to take guns away. It's because like, come on, dude. I need you to the just blue chill out so Texas. people can learn how to say my last name. O'Rourke. <laughs> yeah, most people don't know how to say it. Though. Interesting. I don't Is understand it most that. people or just like uh, illiterate Dumb. people? Damn. <laughs> most people. So people like in every Florida time, can't say it. No, nah, telemarketers. Like people like when I call places like call centers and stuff, no one can ever say it. It's like Oruk, Oruki, Oroke. Oruke. I'm going to call you. It's Fork it's, with an I mean, if you, get, if you get some Lord of the Rings fan, you'll, you can be Jer- Joseph Urukai. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Shredder from the Ninja Turtle. His last name was um, Arokus or something like that. Right. Arokus. That sounds. That sounds like a thing that could be Semi, real, right? Sure. Yeah. He's like Arokus. Because we don't fact check like here on Just Surprise Me. No. What was Shredder's name? Job. His real name. Uh, his name is Oroku Saki. 
Aurora, I told you. So it's like, it's like almost like my name. So in the Ninja Turtles universe, heard, that's closer. That's closer than someone pronounced it on the phone. I know you once. guys did this a, a couple of weeks ago from from release in terms of release order. A couple of weeks from currently, would Ninja Turtle would you all be? Apparently, mm. Joe would actually be Shredder. I guess so. Fair enough. <laughs> Even though I'm more of a party dude. Uh, RJ would be Krang. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> hey, Steve, go fuck yourself. And, uh, and, and Will is definitely Casey Jones. <laughs> That's what I said. That's what I said. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> God damn. Crank. I got the fucking short end of the stick on this one. Uh, did you ever see the picture where they made it like the honey boo-boo lady look like the Krang? No. <laughs> I, I, no it sounds familiar. It I gotta sounds find the like meme it's a thing. It. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh did you have any of our other episodes you've listened to lately? You yeah, want you want to fucking comment on? Oh, man. I, you know what? I just, uh, I'm like halfway through the one from that dropped this week. Uh, I still, hey, Archie, have you listened to At the Drive-In yet? Nope. Dude. You totally Sorry. need to. Oh, my gosh. Um, uh, what do you think, Steve? I said Relationship of Command. Relationship Should of Command is, is probably in like the top five rock albums of the early 2000s. Yeah. I can agree yeah. with that. Um, I put the, um, in the last episode, at the end of the episode, I put the bass solo intro from Day of the Baphomets in as the, as the, as the closeout uh, not, song. I, I didn't Mars finish Volta. the episode yet. Spoiler um, alert, know, Joe. Know, it's fucking It's one of the sickest, like, bass intros ever. I would say, like, I would put um, Relationship of Command up with, like, Illusion of Safety from Thrice. Oh and, God, Lucy uh, saved so good. And uh, clarity from Jimmy World in terms of like okay, so rock, like, yep. like you guys are not fucking. Thank you for saying clarity. Clarity is my favorite Jimmy World. Record, you guys are, you guys are losing me here. You're fucking saying bands like Thrice and Jimmy Eat World in in your top five. So I'm not feeling fucking confident here with <laughs> at the drive-in. How do you feel about tell all your friends? Ah. Uh, I kind of I kind of outgrew that side of music. But at that time, I think period. at that time like, I would have put it pretty high. I think as I've gotten older, uh, I definitely fell on the um, brand new side of all of that. And then you know, in light of okay. recent events, I'm kind of just washing my hands of all of those guys. I must have missed the story there. With brand new? Oh no! I, okay, I thought you were talking about something else. Okay, yeah, no, I didn't hear the brand new thing, but I never really got into brand new. Um, Ask Co about it; he'll tell you all about it. Is it Co or is it Paul? Uh, it's Co. It's Co. Co like love. Brand new was never one of those bands I really cared for too much. But going back to Thrice, Artists in the Ambulance and um, Illusion of Safety were like two of the greatest albums. Yeah, oh, yeah. And then after that, they fell off with Vasu on. It was it's just a different band. It wasn't thrice anymore. It was just a whole different yeah. band. I yeah. think a lot of less less actually not really. I feel like a lot less so with thrice because of uh, they're just kind of different in the way that they wrote. But I think a lot of those uh, bands are just kind of like 
you don't realize i think in the in the time that you're listening to the music because you're just listening to music and like singing along like what is actually going on and so i think sometimes a lot of those songs are just hard to look back on and i you know literally brand new has a song that when you when you break down the lyrics you're like wait is this guy just talking about like date raping somebody yeah and then in light of like the lead singer from that band actually being like so the whole thing with brand new is that um the i think he was the lead singer he was the dude that was at one point in uh taking back sunday uh yeah he's a lead vocal for brand new got in a bunch of trouble because it came out that he was like at their peak he was soliciting nudes from like 15 year old fans I believe it. Yikes. I mean, that was that was that scene back Yikes. then. And it, just, as bad or wrong as it was, that was that scene. <laughs> it doesn't surprise me at all. Well, no. This is just a love... Way, way to fucking bring down yeah. the, the, oh, the vibe. Here, here's oh, a, I'm not uh, saying it's good. I'm just saying like it doesn't surprise here's me. A shower well, listen, we were... Here's a shower thought. You guys want a shower thought? Yeah, oh, bring it shower. on. Steve's shower uh, thought with morning, Steve. I was listening to uh, the Foo Fighters in the shower. Foo Fighters! And uh, specifically, I pulled up, I just, you know, jumped on uh, YouTube music. I have a YouTube subscription, and... Uh, That's unfortunate. Well, I, hey, I got it so I can watch uh, uh, Cobra Kai. And... Uh, nice. <laughs> so, and, and now, I, like, I use YouTube music in lieu of, like, using Spotify or whatever, right? Really? And, uh, yeah, YouTube music. How's that working out for you? It works fine. It works great. Is it good for discovering new stuff, though? Uh, it's mixed. It's a mixed bag. But I don't have commercials, and that's all I really care about. Already. Um, Neither do I, because I have ad-blocking software. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, on the album the color and the shape there's a song called february stars yep uh probably one of like my favorite songs oh, from yeah. that album maybe in general and it gets me thinking and i saw an interview once where he kind of talked about it and this is a whole you know grunge post grunge whatever conversation but as i'm listening to it this morning i'm realizing how much clean guitar is actually on that song which makes me think about how like were early foo fighters just an emo band they they could come close to that, but I mean they were just a straight rock and roll yeah. band as far as I always fantastic. considered it. God, well, it's like you think about the lineup of the Foo Fighters too. Is um, their original uh, drummer was the drummer from Sunny Day Real Estate, and I yep. think their bass player was also from was in Sunny Day Real Estate. It wasn't uh, what's his name? Um, it's their current one, Nate Mendel. He was he was in Sunny yeah, Real Estate. Nate. Um, yeah, because Taylor Hawkins wasn't the original drummer. Yeah, apparently, right? he, uh, before he was in the Foo Fighters, he was Taylor Hawkins was the touring drummer for Alanis Morissette. That's right. Nice. Yes. And, and oh, then Chris Shiflett was in No Use for a Name. So you know you have a little more like yeah. punk influence oh, there. Oh man, talk about great but, bands. But uh, I'm I'm pretty sure I saw in an interview somewhere where Dave Grohl was talking about a lot of his like guitar tone uh for those at least for those early albums was influenced by like the DC hardcore scene. And so you end up with a lot of these like clean tones uh because of, you know, he's he's just taking from like 
Shai, or is it Shai Hulud? Am I thinking of? Probably not Shai Hulud, but uh, like bands like Fugazi, for example. And also, like, you had bands like that in like the sub pop scene in, in Seattle. Anyway, I'm just rambling. Yeah. I'm just rambling. I'm not actually saying anything. <laughs> no, it's super interesting. It's actually super interesting stuff. Though. Is it though? I mean, is it? It's not. I'm I'm falling asleep over here. That's how much I don't give a shit. <laughs> it's almost two. It's almost two a.m. here, and you're complaining. Oh, it's not that I'm tired. Y'all just boring me to fucking death. And what's been tripping me out for like the last forty-five minutes when, since I noticed it is, it's the time of our recording is synced up with the time of day here so every time it flips the minute my my clock flips the minute also to the exact oh time. really so it's one that's fucking true it's 150 here. holy yeah. fuck that is weird i know I like, at like first it. it threw me off i'm like what's going on this is like not cool it's off by 12 seconds so the recording will go 12 <laughs> seconds before the minute changes stop being so right. nasally go blow your nose steve that's just what my voice so everybody like. if you're still here for some reason uh this has been a mess, and we apologize fully, but you listened to it, so you made that choice yeah. yourself. Indeed. Thank you guys so much for listening. Be sure to join the Facebook group, and who knows? We might spark a good conversation and have some random asshole on next time, too. <laughs> yeah, I like this. I wish we can get people to just jump in randomly more often. <laughs> what a shit show. <laughs> but I love y'all. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, I'm RJ. I'm Whatever, bye. How can I be just a one-hit wonder? 83 albums hitting like thunder. You think one hit is all I got? But I play 90 minutes or a three-hour slot. One hit, that's one song. The average song, four minutes, 20 seconds long. Explain how I entertain for hours. Drunk and high, supernatural powers. Afro fans will act the fool. If I don't sing hits like back to, school, back to school, I get complaints from my fans. If I don't sing hits like tall cans, Afro man, Afro like man you cans. suck. If you don't sing, she won't let me fuck. fuck I fuck, might, might fuck, have to fight. Have to if fight. I don't sing, let's get drunk tonight. Get drunk tonight. I can't leave alive if I don't sing Coco 45. 45. Coco 45 and two zigzags. Baby, that's all we need. As I hit the bong, I wonder what went wrong with my mainstream hip hop fans. As I took along, reminiscing weed we smoked on all day. And all night long I'm the rap star Afro man My son Bill Off the charts and I feel the pain Wishing I wouldn't rack my brain Wondering why you play Two Chain and Little Wayne I wonder Why, 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 wonder Why Is it because I got high You don't think I'm fly Call me one hit wonder Curse me till the day I die. One hit wonder. I hit the blunt and just wonder. Afro, Afro, Afro man. Afro man. Sing, I live in a van. Come on, don't be no, don't wussy. Be no wussy. We wanna hear in your pussy. In your pussy. Afro man, I'm bomb as hell. Bomb as I hell. wrote hit songs like Palm Dale. Leave the stage, they yelling no. They want to hear hits like Sell You Dope. Sell you dope. Hush, the crowd's calling my name. 
hits like Hush bring me fame. Yeah. How can I be just a one-hit wonder? I hit the blunt and just wonder. As I hit the bong, I wonder what went wrong with my mainstream hip-hop fans. As I took along reminiscing weed we smoked on all day and all night long. I'm the rap star Afro man. My son Bill. Off the charts and I feel the pain. Wishing I wouldn't rack my brain. Wondering why you play. Two chain and little Wayne. I wonder. Why, 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 wonder. Why? Is it because I got high? You don't think I'm fly? Call me one hit wonder. Curse me till the day I die. One hit wonder. Yes indeed, they like my hit song Tumbleweed I wrote another hit for you Just my paranoia Your party is live, but my party is live But when I sing Code 45 The gangster, the frat boy, and the hippie Wanna hear that hit song Mississippi Pass me the split I wrote a hit song called Graveyard Ship Everywhere I go People make a bus, I wrote back on the bus, bus. They pay me green, baby. Know what I mean, baby? I wrote that hit song. I'm a dope fiend, baby. How can I be just a one-hit wonder? I hit the button just one. As I hit the bong, I wonder what went wrong with my mainstream hip-hop fans. As I took along reminiscing weed we smoked on all day and all night long. I'm the rap star Afro man. My son Bill. Off the charts and I feel the pain. Wishing I wouldn't rack my brain. Wondering why you play. Two chain and little Wayne. I wonder. Why, 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 wonder. I'm fly, call me one hit wonder, curse me till the day I die.